Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode. This might be the most impactful episode I have done yet. We're going to be talking about emotional intelligence and building your emotional health so that you can choose how you want to respond in any given moment. And I share with you how just a couple days ago, I did something that I am not very proud of, but have since chosen a different path for how I want to respond in any given situations in the future. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Look forward to sharing with you. Welcome to the Dr. Jordan Fairley podcast. This show is for people who are ready to implement immediate actionable strategies and insights in health, business, and life. Inside each episode, I'll share with you my biggest aha moments, stories, and interviews to introduce new ways to reframe your current situation and reclaim your life. I'm your host, Dr. Jordan Fairley. Welcome to the show. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode. This is an episode that I am very thankful that you are choosing to listen to because I know if you implement these strategies today into your daily life, it will have a dramatic effect on your life as well as all the people you come in contact with on a daily basis and even the people that you talk to on social media. Uh, Today's episode is stemming from something I've been processing that I'm not very proud of, um, a situation that happened a couple days ago in which I responded in a way to a quote-unquote hater on Facebook who posted something with the sole intention of just trying to talk shit, it seemed like, or degrade me. Um, and I responded back in a way that I'm not very proud of. So I want to get into that. But I think the more important thing is like knowing that all of us, not just me, tend to have moments where we respond in ways that we allowed our emotions to get the best of us, or we responded in a way that we're not proud of, or sometimes we respond to triggers or situations in ways that we feel like we don't have control over. So today's all about what you can do when presented with a triggering situation or a situation that makes you way more emotional. And I say emotional because I think a lot of us think emotional as in like anger, fear, sadness, frustration, those type of things. When somebody says that somebody made me really emotional and I respond in a certain way, that tends to be what we talk about. But I'm really going to go into the difference between emotional intelligence and emotional health and how you can actually choose to respond to situations in the moment via some different strategies, really. So I first think that emotional intelligence is our ability to understand how we feel while we are feeling it. This is often something that as we are growing up, a lot of us don't ever learn. And we certainly don't learn the difference between emotional intelligence and emotional health. So if emotional intelligence is the ability to understand how we are actually feeling as we are feeling it, I think emotional health is being able to have reactions that match our feelings given to certain situations and also being able to choose how long we allow those emotions to steep. Because a lot of times we have reactions to certain things and we feel anger or we feel sadness or we feel frustration for 
hours or days or weeks after the actual situation happened, where really all we needed was to respond accordingly, given that that certain type of emotion in the moment. And if we responded accordingly and made needs based requests based on that emotion, then we would probably be able to move past it within the next couple minutes or the next couple of hours. But a lot of times we just steep in that emotion for hours and hours or even days or weeks. And so talking about the difference between emotional intelligence and emotional health and how we can actually train these and use these as strategies to be able to respond to given situations in the specific moment. So what are some of these strategies to actually help us build emotional intelligence? Well, I want to tell you after I tell you what (laughs) happened the other day. So this guy on Facebook, well, let me give a little bit of backstory. We've been building a few different businesses. Uh, Kairos Training Culture is the chiropractic training program that was started with Dr. Brett and Dr. Lance and myself shortly after that has spread all over the world, teaching you know 4,000 chiropractors and chiropractic students over the last few years. And we've used some various methods and um, you could say flashiness and music. And whenever there's a dramatic change and a building of a tribe or culture that is different from the norm or the previous norm, you're going to get a lot of backlash. So over the last few years, we've gotten a lot of backlash for a lot of different things online. So people might see adjusting videos, they might see some of the ways we're showing different pictures, how we communicate chiropractic or training. And because it's different, people respond in ways that a lot of people would say is uh, being a hater. So people who say negative things, people who just talk trash, people who try and uh, post your things into different groups in order to build up another community that's just opposing your community. We also have the source chiropractic via all of our online content and having the most video views out of any other chiropractic uh, office in the world. We've had a lot of viewership. And with that viewership, you get a lot of people coming out of the woodworks who like to be a quote unquote hater. Well, the other day I had somebody who just randomly posted on one of my Facebook ads for our Kairos Business Mastery video in which they took a screenshot of my video in which I'm wearing a Kairos Training Culture t-shirt and a nice blazer. And this is a video that is only going out to people who have already watched 95% of our other videos. So it's called a, a retargeting ad. So this person took a screenshot of my picture circled the word cult that was showing from my t-shirt underneath my jacket, part of culture, put an arrow and said something like, that's true, or this is how I feel, um, and then said some negative stuff about it. And so he did this with the intention of just trying to cast shame or judgment or hate because there's no other context or there weren't any other questions. There's no seeking clarification or greater levels of understanding. It was just screenshot, say negative stuff, post it on there as a response to probably, who knows, fear or yeah, a whole host of different things. I don't know what the guy was feeling, but I responded. My blood started to boil. I was like, oh, I haven't had somebody create some type of hater type of comment in a super long time. So I immediately took a screenshot of it also and I blasted it and the guy's name is Doug. And I was like, this is Doug. Dougie is choosing to whatever it was, blah, blah, blah. And I used his own post with his name and picture on there. And my, my intention 
if I think about it, was to also then cast shame or judgment to try and gather people who felt more on my side that would then back me up, you know, what it is, in order to gain people who were um, trying to see it. This guy was just, his only intention was to cast shame and judgment and hate. After a few minutes, I thought about this and I let it linger. My blood was still boiling. I started sharing it with a couple of people and I sent it to them in order to get uh, feedback and also to get uh, people who would be on my side, you know. And I started to think, and I was like, this is not the way I want to respond. This is not the way people within Kairos training culture respond. If you look at any Kairos training culture post or response to people who have said, you know, hater type comments in the past or on the source chiropractic, you will not find one single post or comment ever that has casted shame or judgment or hate towards any other person that has ever responded to us. And that has been done very, very intentionally because I think one of the best ways to build tribe, to build community, to build an actual movement is through the language that we choose to use. So I immediately changed what I wrote to this person about this person on my post. And I made it more about a learning lesson of, you know, if you're actually trying to create any sort of movement in business <laughs> or a following, one of the greatest ways is to build a cult-like following. So I did a little play on words and I took down some of the casting shame um, and judgment type of comments that I originally posted. And I was thinking about this over the last couple of weeks. And I was like, that was a response based on a reaction to a feeling I had in that moment, which was a feeling of needing to protect myself, to protect a lot of the values in the culture, in our community that we've built over time. And also because it just felt disrespectful. But I changed it because I don't want myself to talk that way. I don't want people in my community to talk that way. I don't want to be seen as somebody who responds that way. And this has all come from a process of developing my emotional intelligence. So how the heck do you build your emotional intelligence? Well, my best way for this is I was never really taught a whole giant list of emotions. I think a lot of people aren't. You know, if you were to talk to a kid, <laughs> anybody like up to eight years old or even high schoolers these days, tell me all these different emotions that you feel on a daily basis. Somebody might say fear. Actually, they probably wouldn't even say fear. They say fine, happy, sad, angry. Those are probably the only four or five that you would get. But if you think about it, you probably feel way more emotions on a daily basis or in any given moment, really, than just those five things. So the one of the things that I did was just actually Google search and print out a feelings piece of paper, a handout. And this is something my wife and I had on our refrigerator for about three years. So just under fear and anxiety, rather than just saying, I feel scared, Maybe I feel alarmed. Maybe I feel apprehensive. Maybe I feel cautious. Maybe I feel confused. Maybe I feel disturbed. Maybe I'm embarrassed or nervous or overwhelmed or panicky. Instead of just feeling sad or depressed, maybe I'm bored. Maybe I'm disappointed. Maybe I'm discouraged or disheartened. Maybe I'm exhausted. Maybe I feel hopeless or hurt in this moment. Rather than just, I feel angry Maybe I'm appalled. Maybe I'm cranky. Maybe I am frustrated or furious. Maybe I am uh, upset. Maybe I'm aggravated or irritated. And there's a whole bunch of other words for joy and contentment as well. 
but it's usually the fear type of feelings, anger or frustration type of feelings, or sadness and grief types of feelings. By being able to have a printout that you can look at in the given moment when you're feeling something, you can go through this list and go by going through the list, I have found that has been extremely helpful to be like, oh, I feel so angry right now. Do I feel angry or do I feel apprehensive? Do I feel anxious? Am I concerned about something my friend is doing? Do I actually feel embarrassed because of something I did? And being able to resonate with whatever feeling you are reading will help you slowly start to build your emotional vocabulary. The emotional vocabulary that you continue to build, you then can build your emotional intelligence from by being able to pick out one of these words when you are in the moment of feeling something. So if you have some sort of triggering event or confrontation or situation that occurs and you start to feel something different from what you were just feeling, how much can you be in tune with these emotional vocabulary, different words and recognize what you're feeling in the moment? So that is the emotional intelligence piece. From that is how do you then choose how you want to respond in that given moment. So you have the ability to understand how you feel in the moment, but can you actually choose how you want to respond? Based on a lot of the other podcasts that you might've listened to, I think one of the best strategies to do this is by first taking a huge conscious breath in, holding and then releasing, or doing a series of conscious breaths in. And because you are changing from an unconscious or subconscious state where you're not thinking about your breath to taking a prolonged thinking type of breath in that allows for a moment of clarification, a moment of internal reflection. And so in that moment, when you're taking that huge breath, there is a momentary pause you can feel and put vocabulary to the feeling that you're experiencing in the moment, and then you get the opportunity to choose how you want to respond. So maybe based on what's going on, I need to throw something across the room. That is a choice that I have, and I can decide if that's what I need to do. But rather than just being, oh, I'm so angry to throw something across the room without really thinking about it, and if that's actually something that is uh, justified in that moment, there's the difference between the emotional health and the emotional intelligence piece. Or maybe it is, I am feeling frustrated in this moment and I choose to sit here and be calm and be present rather than feeling frustrated and throwing something across the room at somebody. Big difference. But by being able to reflect and choose how you want to respond, that's where the actual piece of emotional health comes by or comes through. And there's, there is a strategy that I've been using the last few years. And it's not something to say that I am perfect at this because it's something I'm trying to get better every single day at. But it's something that I first learned about from one of my best friends, Dr. Lance Von Stade. It's called nonviolent communication, which is a series or principles of recognizing your emotional intelligence and health and making observations feelings, needs, and requests based on any given present moment. And so when we were in chiropractic school, we had a nonviolent communication club and every single person had this handout 
of different feelings. And we practice and role played being able to respond accordingly based on observing, feeling what we're feeling in that moment, recognizing what our need is being met or unmet that is causing us to feel that way, and then making requests that honor us and the people around us. And so you can look at the work done by Marshall Rosenberg, nonviolent communication. You can find handouts to do it. But the idea here is something happens. I first observe or I see or I hear or I remember or I imagine regardless of my evaluation or meaning of it yet. So an observation would be, I noticed that you threw a chair across the room (laughs) or I noticed that when Nancy said, you're a bitch, your face furrowed. (laughs) That is an observation, right? The feeling is how do I feel or how do you feel? So when you threw a chair across the room, I felt scared or I felt worried for the well-being of my child. What is the actual feeling, which we talked about? And then what is the need in that moment? I felt worried or I felt scared when you threw a chair across the room because I have a need for safety of myself or safety of my child, right? And then the requests would be, because I have a need for safety of myself or of my child, I would like to request that when you get frustrated or when Nancy calls you a bitch, you don't throw a chair across the room. Can I make that request? Free from free from uh, evaluations, free from judgment, free from putting labels on the thing by being able to observe feelings, needs, and requests. When you go through this, it will be very difficult at first and you will sound like a robot like I did just there. But as you're able to practice this over and over and over again and hopefully have other people who are talking this way as well, you'll be able to make this more natural and you'll be able to make observations, feelings, needs, and requests that reflect whatever that situation is in the given moment. And so this is something I feel very blessed and I wanna give a huge shout out to uh, Dr. Lance Von Stade, Dr. Brett Jones, as we have worked so closely together to build the Source Chiropractic, to build Kairos Training Culture, and also just as best friends, that is how we communicate. We've had situations where we are frustrated with each other, we're angry at each other, or we're depressed, or we're feeling like our needs weren't met. But by being able to communicate this way, we're able to actually get past it understanding what the feelings were in that given moment, and also being able to then get past that emotional state. So the uh, the emotional health that I talked about is being able to understand the observations, the feelings, needs, requests, understand the different feelings that you have, feeling the given feeling in that moment based on the situation, but then being able to get over that emotion. So this is a piece where people will feel frustrated, they'll feel angry, They might feel sad days or weeks, months, or even years after a situation happened. And really all it took was feeling that feeling in the moment, making the needs-based request, and then getting over it, and then going back to a new set of feelings. But a lot of us get stuck or locked in that emotional state, which can be very unhealthy. 
And so this is something that's very, very challenging. And I will say there are times where you can still feel a certain type of feeling. It doesn't have to just be over with in the moment, but by being able to, again, be aware of it and choose that, in my opinion, is emotional health. So those are some different strategies that you I have for you. That's something I've been working on a daily basis. And so what came from me responding that way to this person on Facebook is instead a few minutes later, like 15, 20 minutes later, I responded back and I asked them, I don't remember the exact words, but what were that? I tried to get to the root cause of what the feelings were or if there was any unmet needs based on him responding that way and posting that type of picture. And out of that, without judging or responding directly to him in another form of hate or judgment, instead I was able to hear that he did not agree with a past video he saw months ago in which we shot, saw we shared a video of being able to, or why we suggest only sharing one key takeaway or exercise or tip for people to do at home. He thought that would be a disservice to patients. And in his opinion, that is not something we should be promoting. So by being able to hear that, by asking good questions, I was able to present, I agree with you. In my opinion, I would love to give everybody all the things that they should be doing on a daily basis. But the reality is when you do that, the majority of people only remember one thing. The majority of people will take one part and all the rest of it will just go over their head. So something we talk about in terms of wanting to be more efficient in your office with seeing people, as well as being most most effective with a person on a one-on-one daily basis by just providing one big takeaway on a per visit basis. And so I don't know if this guy, if it changed his opinion or if he has uh, different thoughts about Kairos training culture or about me. But by being able to make a needs-based request for further clarification, I was able to respond in a way that felt much more congruent with how I want to show up in the world. And so if you have moments in your day or in your life where you feel like your emotions are getting the best of you or you're just responding rather than choosing how you want to respond, I invite you to do this. I invite you to take a moment, take a huge breath in, or a series of breaths in, ask yourself, what is the feeling I'm actually feeling in the moment? And how do I want to choose to respond in this moment? If you need to make a request based on different needs, you can use Marshall Rosenberg's nonviolent communication as a strategy for learning how to make needs-based requests. And by being able to experience that actual feeling and the feeling in the moment and then choosing later in a point of reflection for should I still be feeling this or do I want to continue to be feeling this way after that given situation, you'll be able to build your emotional intelligence and build your emotional health over time. Oh man, that was a good one. I hope you got as much out of that as I just now did by being able to vocalize this and express it with you further. If you had a huge takeaway with this or if this was helpful in any way, will you please take a screenshot of this and share it to your social media platforms with whatever takeaway you had? And also, if you wouldn't mind rating this five stars so that other people who need to have help or strategies to respond in any given situations at different moments 
that they can hear these strategies also and start to build their emotional health, emotional vocabulary, and emotional intelligence, just as I hope you will be after today's episode. I love and appreciate all of you. And until next time, choose how you want to respond in this world. Take care.